0: to go down in a minute let me touch down i'ma get it because I, I, I been waiting all night it's game time
1: it's game time here's your host tom barfield and glenn stretch smith
2: well good morning and welcome into game time this is your all access pass to central texas sports and we've got a lot of central texas sports to get to on this fabulous, and I do mean fabulous Thursday, uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how you doing? Good. How are you guys today? Terrific. And Garrett, and you? I'm good. Okay, so Stretch, just before and I'm talking seconds before the microphones open. Well, you, you know, I, I look at Garrett and, and say, uh, I, "I'm, I'm." The beauty of baseball to me is that there's no, <laughs> there's no clock. And uh, he goes, "Oh no, no, no they're too long." And that's fine to have that opinion. I said, Well, Gary, you gotta understand you're young and I'm old. He goes, Well, that's true. He just, just he just threw me under the bus for being a little elderly. I no, that's, you know, I think after
3: yesterday with the dog incident, you were owed that one. <laughs> okay,
2: that exactly. Oh
3: yeah, that's <laughs> right.
4: He wanted, he wanted to name too much after you yeah. and I.
3: Wasn't that wasn't that a very kind thing to do? See, I got our yeah, back stretched.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, that out of way, out away, Garrett, don't, date, don't take it, buddy, just what stab
2: a- him back whenever he tries to, whenever he tries to throw one of those zingers at you. One of the many things that happened is, uh, is memory, and I forgot all about that yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't clearly, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: and, and let me tell you, one of the best things about Tom Barfield <laughs> might be that he's got selective amnesia, so
2: that's a good thing. Could be. Try to have it anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> All right, guys, we're uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I mean, but one of the things that we're going to have to dive into is it's on again, it's off again, and now it clearly is off again. And so the uh, the game between Tennessee and Pittsburgh is not going to be played because of, I guess they had another positive test or two uh, in the Tennessee organization. So uh, the NFL said, you know what, enough of this. Let's just let's shut this little puppy down, and then let's see if we can't uh, bring it back at a uh, at a later date. and one of the things that i was we were in the uh the old sports bullpen to, and q and i were talking and one of the things that we may get in if if this starts it's i think it's going to be relatively easy to reschedule tennessee and pittsburgh but what if you have multiple games in the league and then multiple games from one organization then i think it gets a little hairy and a little bumpy and, and Man, you you could you could have some major major problems with with scheduling and and, and getting sixteen games played stretch. Well,
4: I think th- and I think the positive is that you know you so far you haven't had any positive tests come out of Minnesota, which is mm-hmm. who Tennessee played. So I'm, they're going back in the building today, from what I understand, and so you're not going to get multiple teams shut down, Tom. And I think that's the. Um, th- to me, that's that's the positive of the contact tracing. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to say, uh, but that's the positive of that process. Is that okay? They took they took Minnesota out, made them sit out, made them retest. I'm sure multiple times, and now today they're 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 able to go back in and start and start preparation for their uh, for their game. This On week. this so,
2: incident, there's not, but I mean. I, I can't imagine that this is going to be our only, our only situation that, that that this occurs. I mean, if it is, boy, we it, it, how lucky would the would would the NFL and football fans be if this is the only incident this season? But man, we're we're what three weeks into it, so you, you I, I'm at every level we've had issues, high right. school, college. I, I, I got to think that there's going to be more. I mean, so it, 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 I, I just. Where do you go if you have multiple? I mean, well, that's the, the in only in college you just canceled the game. I mean, right? Right? But it, it,
4: I, I think the only the only thing that they've proved works is what the NBA has done. Bubble? Uh, are, 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 are we in agreement with that? I mean, with how the Definitely. NBA put them in a bubble and and did that. Now, I, you know, when you start talking about the numbers of football players, the logistical side of what it would take to do the NFL like that and the length of the season correct and i agree with you tom there 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 this is this is the first bump of what i think are going to be multiple bumps in the road and like we've talked about multiple times on this show it, it it's happened with even our schools here in central texas they've had to adjust we've talked to the coaches about how they've adjusted. We talked to Dave Aranda about how they've adjusted and what they have had to do at Baylor. You see that, in, in, in my mind, I see how they adjusted by their, by their play on the field, by returning two big uh, kicks f- for, for touches. So, that it's how you adjust, it's what you do to adjust, and it's how you keep your team focused. And those are all things that certainly the NFL can look at some of these Texas high school uh, programs and see how they've and and and, and kind of emulate what they've done
2: well and and again we're all in it, this is all new i mean it, there's there's no there's no rhyme or reason for what's going on and and uh it, it as far and, and i don't think there's a handbook that we can hand out uh stretch and say here's how you handle every situation because we've got it documented we don't i mean you're right. you we're learning as we go and i think uh I think the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, all of these, all of the professional leagues, these uh, our college programs, the NCAA. Everybody's kind of learning together, uh, and and you know, how, and how to how to move forward with this. So we'll see. Uh, let's uh, let's get to a couple of quick headlines, and then we will uh, we'll dive headfirst into this stuff, and um, we'll be, we'll begin with Major League Baseball. Anybody surprised that three out of the four? Visiting teams in the American League, which means they're the lower seed, went in and not only won the series, but swept, including the Astros winning yesterday uh, over Minnesota and sweeping. They uh, they went at 3-1, to one, and now they, they await the only series that uh, that's actually going to go three games in the American League, and that is Chicago at Oakland. I'm not uh, surprised by it.
4: I, yeah, and, and I, I don't guess I am either I, I you know I thought Tampa was you know I, Tampa was the better team uh, through uh, in my mind I, I think uh, I, I think Oakland Chicago the white sox that's gonna, that's that's going to a game three I, the Astros with their pitching and then you know the Yankees are the Yankees guys they they you you watched that game last night I watched the end of that game and they, they look like they had been there a bunch of times, and then Cleveland, you look at their dugout and kind of read their body language, and it was almost like they felt like their clock was running out. I, I'm, I'm not surprised, by, by, uh, especially what the Yankees and the Astros have
2: done. Okay, so I, I lied to you. I said three out of four. It's actually two out of the four. Uh, Toronto is on the road at Tampa. Tampa's the home team, and in Tampa, won that bad boy. But yeah, the Yankees at Cleveland and the Astros at Minnesota. Road teams, lower seeds going in and winning. And I, I still think it has something to do with the fact that without fans, it neutralizes that home field situation. And you know, you can say, "Well, baseball, you know, I don't know so much about home field with base." Shoot, the fact of the matter is. Uh, you're a familiar ballpark, a familiar outfield. Yeah, there's a home field advantage in a major familiar league baseball. Home,
4: you're in, you're in a routine. Yep. You're, you're at home. Yeah, I, I, there's, there, there's, it may not be, it may not be as big advantage, but there's no question it's an advantage when you have to travel and you have to go and you have to, again, you're in a hotel, different pillows, different. There's just. Yeah, there's 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 advantages to that, and anybody that says there isn't is not hadn't been out there on the road and hadn't understood the, the logistical issues of just being able to go from your home to get on an airplane, airplane to hotel, hotel to stadium, food, the whole nine. I mean,
2: that yeah, it's it, there, there's an advantage to playing at home, no question about it. Yankees win it yesterday, by the way, over Cleveland ten to nine. It took four hours and fifty minutes of God playing God. time. No, hey, it gets better. Four hours and fifty minutes of playing time, plus they had an hour and sixteen minutes of rain delays. Two rain delays totaling seventy six minutes. So they finished on the East Coast about one a.m. So I'm sure you had your television locked in to the to the conclusion of that game. I know I did. <clears throat> yeah, uh, <laughs> I believe it or not, I did.
4: I did. I did watch the end of that game. I, I know you don't. You, you may you may you may be like stretch really you you watched the end of that game I, you know what i watched the end of that game i i i love the big left hand reliever for the yankees when they put that when they put when they put a Chapman out there and he is spinning it up there at a hundred miles an hour, I mean, I, I, to me that's fun to watch. So I, I did catch the end of it. Now I'll be honest with you, I don't think I saw one pitch of the first seven innings, <laughs> but I saw the end of it, no doubt.
2: Well, yeah, after after all the late night t- TV shows went off the air, then you flipped over and watched the conclusion well, of the you, baseball game. Yeah,
4: well, you go to your church and I'll go to mine. Maybe that is the way it went.
2: Dodgers over Milwaukee, four to two. They're up one game to none. Cincinnati uh, defeats Atlanta. That took I mean, Atlanta over Cincinnati, rather. That took thirteen innings uh, for Atlanta to get the win. There, Uh, we mentioned uh, Houston winning, and they'll play Monday. Uh, Miami's uh, uh, winner over the Cubs, five to one. Uh, White Sox uh, lose to Oakland, five to three. So they're going to play. That's the rubber game. There's one rubber game there, Uh, and we mentioned that Tampa Bay. Defeated Toronto eight to two, St. Louis and winner over the Padres seven to four, and uh, there you go. So uh, several games being played today, but uh, Astros are going to just kick back and wait till Monday. They'll get the winner of that Chicago and Oakland thing. I still think it's ridiculous that you're having extra inning games go
3: to at thirteen innings at this point. When you're given a runner on second. I don't think they're doing that in the playoffs. I don't think. Okay. I think it's well, straight up. I understand I think we're playing
2: real baseball in, in okay. the playoffs. So. All right. There you go. Hey, Stretch, this is for you, buddy. Ray Davis, the uh, Ranger oh, ownership. I was just going there. I was just go ahead. I was just going there. He says the GM is the guy. He says the manager and the coaching staff is the guy. But he was still, boy, he was disappointed in how the season went. Uh, the GM
4: he says the gm is the guy however he quotes all i can say for this year is i'm embarrassed yep. i'm embarrassed for our team i'm embarrassed for our fans okay H- how embarrassed are you are you embarrassed enough to say the guy that's been steering this ship is doing a is doing a bad job are you are you are you so embarrassed that you're just out giving the verbal optics of saying I'm embarrassed in, in in what's happened, but we're gonna we're gonna stay the course here. I mean, that, those two things don't even that that doesn't even that, does that add up to you? Does that make sense to you? I mean, if you came in to me and said, I tell you what, Stretch, you're doing a terrible job on the radio. I'm embarrassed for what's going on. If if the next thing you didn't say was you know what, pack your bag and get your arse out of here, I'd be like, what did he
2: just say to me? Then? <laughs> He expressed confidence in John Daniels. He's got confidence in J.D., and he was impressed with how second-year manager Chris Woodward and his staff handled a difficult, difficult season. So, it's a a rebuild. That's just just the bottom line. It's a rebuild. There's no question
4: it's a rebuild, but at some point, guys, last year was a rebuild, and and, and we never saw the arrow move it all up. This year – it, it, it's not even the arrow's not even flat. So I that's the thing that's the thing that I'm saying is how do you, I mean how do you go to sleep at night thinking well I'm 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 good with the job John Daniels has done. I mean are you kidding me? I mean w- with the with the players that he put out there, the reason that you're having to come out and say you're embarrassed is because of the product you put on the field. Well Ray Davis you didn't do it. Your ownership group didn't do it.
2: John Daniels did it. I don't even know how you can say that's okay. He did. Uh, NFL, as we mentioned, uh, has postponed the Pittsburgh Tennessee game indefinitely. And in they, uh, I love, the, I love, I love the release from the National Football League. An announcement of a new game date will be made shortly. What does "shortly" mean? A day? A week? <laughs> that's the, shortly. That's the, hey, that
4: that's the NFL. That's that that's their time frame. They know they're a year-round process right now. They know if it's not. If, if if they're not in season, they're out of season. They know they're into the combine. They know that they, they know they're into the draft. They know they're into OTAs. They know they've got a 12 year, a 12 month calendar to do whatever they want to throughout the year. So shortly can mean
2: Sunday, maybe next week, maybe next month. Cowboys will host the Cleveland Browns. That'll be coming up Sunday at noon. Our broadcast begins at 11 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. And it looks like uh, if everything... Looks like everything's just fine for uh, the Vikings. So Minnesota will be at Houston. That's also a 12 noon football game. So there you go. High school football, we've got a lot of big games coming up. The three games that we'll have on our family of radio stations will be the Cadets hosting Robinson over at Mac People Stadium. And that will be a uh, 7 o'clock pregame with a 7.30 kick at Mac People Stadium. Over on uh, Kicker, you can catch that game on uh, on Kicker, which is 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Also, uh, Temple will be on the road. They're playing at Magnolia West. I think the crew's going to leave. Well, I think they're leaving today. They were trying to leave yesterday to get to Magnolia. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I'm being facetious. Uh, so the Magnolia West well, well, and the Temple Wildcats. And that game's over on Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 AM, ninety nine 93.9 FM, with uh, Ward Whites and Q on the call of that one. And, of course, the game that we'll have right here on ESPN Central Texas, it'll be the Midway Panthers and the defending state champion, Chaparrales of Austin-Westlake, 7, uh, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kick. And uh, that'll be coming up on Friday night. Uh, Coach Kenneth Weathorns, Darren Burrow, myself, Garrett Ross, we'll all have, uh, we'll have the call for you. And by the way, I, they did change the game time on, on Temple. It is now a 7 o'clock kick with a 6.30 pregame. I just found that out uh, yesterday and forgot to make the change. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the kick on Friday night over on Fox Sports. Central Texas. Uh, Baylor on the road. They're going to take on West Virginia, and that is the uh, 11 a.m. window, so our broadcast with the network pregame begins at 9 a.m. John, JJ, and Ricky will have the call uh, at 11 o'clock. Oklahoma at Iowa State. Kansas will entertain the Cowboys. Texas will take on TCU in Austin, and Tech will visit Kansas State in Big 12 action and uh the other thing that we need to get into at some point today is the uh, first college football playoff selection committee ranking has been pushed back a week to november the 24th according to uh, bill hancock the executive director uh, the uh, top four teams will participate in the playoff semifinals on January the 1st, which will be in the Rose Bowl and also the Sugar Bowl. And then the national championship game will be played January the 11th in Miami. And uh, as they said, uh, since they have everybody playing now, they went ahead and decided to push it back. So uh, any question about the the Big Ten or the uh, Pac-12 participating in the, uh, in the playoff system, well, I, that, that just got answered. And then finally, Stretch, it wasn't much of a basketball game. Lakers uh they they, they dumped Miami by 18, 116 to 98. Anthony Davis with 34 points in that one. Nobody to guard, nobody to guard Anthony
4: Davis. I I'm afraid this uh the NBA finals is going to be it's, it's going to be snoozer. pretty
2: quick, guys. It's going to be a snoozer it yeah, looks like. Pretty so pretty there quick. you go. All right, 17 after 10 we'll step aside we're coming right back with high school football talk right here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Michael Point. Another beautiful day here in central Texas. We'll see mostly sunny skies, just a little bit cooler this afternoon than yesterday with highs topping out around 85 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We dropped to 53 and mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be a cooler day, but still very pleasant with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to centexsportsfan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper Shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper Shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
8: do.
10: hey it's matt mosley matt mosley's show is Stephen simcox if you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify neighborworks waco has been assisting central texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score neighborworks waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick em Bears. Close your
7: eyes and imagine this with me. Two all-beef patties, American and Monterey Jack cheese, sizzling bacon, and the smooth roasted heat of hatched green chilies, all on a five-inch bun. You hungry yet? Good news. You just don't have to imagine anymore. You could taste it yourself on the new hatch green chili bacon burger at Whataburger. Make this flavorful fantasy a reality, but do it soon. You can only get this burger for a limited time. So get down to Whataburger and get your hands on this perfect burger while you still can.
1: It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith.
2: All right, ten twenty-one, And we welcome you back into game time and, Again, a lot of big games coming up, and then of course after all of the football games, whether you're listening to the Robinson game, the Temple game, or the uh, or the Midway Panther game, you need to bring yourself right back over to ESPN Central Texas, sixteen sixty AM and and uh, ninety ninety two point three FM, and and uh, check out the uh, the scoreboard show. We got the scoreboard show coming your way. Uh on uh, on Friday night uh, after high school football here, so we 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 jam it pack as as tight as we can stretch to get these uh to get as much high school coverage much, in on Friday as we can.
4: And how cool is it that you know those guys? I mean Garrett, they always get one of those coaches, one of those winning coaches on there that you know always brings that energy and passion to 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 that broadcast. So good for them and good for the. They they do a great job with that show. Take a lot of pride and. Kind of what's going on, and giving you the updates, the scores, and bringing you that head coach.
2: It's just got that big win. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, to, and, and by the way, if you want to win the uh, the, the Waterburger Prize Package, you, certainly you better go can. ten and zero. You you better get close to it. <laughs> it's the high school football pick and uh, contest brought to you by Whataburger, and you can uh, you can place your picks today. This is your last day. I mean, at uh, I think around four or five o'clock this afternoon. Uh, they pull the plug. So it's SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com to uh, to place your vote. And by the way, if you're ever like, oh, I got to go to Longview or something, but I don't know why anybody on on God's green earth would go to Longview. <laughs> but if you're going to go to Longview uh, and you want to listen to uh, the Midway Panther game or something, you can go to SyntexSportsFan.com and you could vote. I mean, you can listen. You can you can listen to the uh, to to the broadcast. And by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett's going to Longview, yes, sir, uh, this next weekend. So I just thought I would. Got to uh, no, no disrespect to Longview. It's just a little jab at Garrett. So keep your email. Has he got him?
4: Tom, has he got him to Brattle Suite at the Holiday Inn Express too? <laughs> yeah. Has he got it all set up? <laughs> nah,
2: no Holiday Inn. Uh, <laughs> he can't wait to get to Longview so he can go to Shreveport. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> I think I I know this double dude. double down. He on, wants double down, down on that hard. Got eight. To. That's it, brother. Split those eights. All right. Here we go. Uh, take us through them, Garrett.
3: Let's go. All right. First game we got is Franklin 2-2 two and two at Riesel 2-2. Two and two, And I'm going to take
2: Franklin. Well, aren't we all? I think so. All right. So, uh, I wish, uh, wish the Indians the best. But uh, I'm not even going to let Stretch vote on that one. <laughs> Next game we got. Good. You,
3: hey, you're doing me a favor, brother. Let's <laughs> move on. That's an automatic win for Stretch. We I don't get many of those in that column. We got Saledo four and one versus Gatesville one and two. I'm going Saledo.
2: Yeah, they bounced back this yep. week. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking Salado. Salado. Yep.
3: Uh McGregor three and two at Academy four and one. This one I had to put some thought into. I'm gonna ride with McGregor. They're coming off that nice win at Rockdale. I know Academy's gonna be upset after falling to Lorena, I just,
2: I don't know, man, but I'm going to take the Bulldogs. I'm going the other side. Let me have Academy. You're not going to believe this. Look at my vote. He took McGregor. I took McGregor. I, I just had a funny feeling about Coach Shields' team, so I just took McGregor on the road against the Bees. All right. Lorena,
3: 3-1 and one at Troy, 2-2, two and two, and I'm going with Lorena in this matchup. This could be a
2: knockdown dragout. Yes. Uh, man, this is a toughie, but I'm going to go Lorena as well on the road. Yeah, give me Lorena, too. All right, La Vega,
3: 3 and 1 versus Life Walks 1 and 3, Pirates all day. Pirates, I'm I've, I've seen them and I and I'm, on, I'm I'm on that defensive bandwagon.
4: They had a they had a tough one at Argyle, but I, I think that team
2: bounces back. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to go La Vega as well. All right, Robertson 2 and 3 at Conley 2 and 2, give me the Cadets. This is district competition. And I'm just going to go right out there and tell you right now that I think the cadets go undefeated in district play, and Conley wins the district, so they'll get the win on Friday night at Mac Peoples. Then let me have them, too. I'll take the Conley cadets. All right. Waco, high, 1-0 at Huddo, 0-1. Oh
3: I'm going to take the hippos.
4: Wow. I'm going to –
2: I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with you. I think Hutto wins the game. Yeah, me too. I mean, I you you want Kwame and his and his team to go in there and do well and play well and and win that football game, but I think the hippos at home uh, get it done. All right, University zero one at Granbury
3: one zero. I'm gonna take Granberry. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go
2: University here. I'm gonna say they get a little bounce back. Let yeah, it's a- University. It's actually uh, University at home uh, against Granbury, but. Uh, I'm gonna go Pirates. I'm gonna go Pirates come into uh, WISD Stadium and get the win. All right. Midway versus Austin Westlake. I'm taking
3: Westlake. I gotta go with the Shaps, and it's hard to do, but let me have them. I'll never pick against Midway. I'm going Midway. All right. Temple 1 0 at Magnolia West 1 0. Uh I'm going with Temple after watching what they did, how they dismantled Longview last week. I'm taking the Wildcats. Give me the Wildcats as well. I'm on them. Big highs come big lows, fellas. I know. Big highs. But they win the game. <laughs> There's two local games tonight. If anybody's out there wanting to go watch a game on Thursday night, you can go check out Colleen and Pflugerville Hendrickson. That game's going to be at 7 o'clock at Leo Buckley. And also, you're going to have Ellison taking on Vandegrift. That game's at UMHB at 7 p.m. tonight. So, that's two local games. There you
2: go. How about that? All right. Uh, it's 10-27, 27 after 10. And, again, you can place your – picks and we'd love to see them at syntexsportsfan.com. See, I, I get a copy of everybody's vote. Everybody that, that submits a vote, I get to look. So, I am I'm, I'm looking at all these all these different ballots and and uh, that's how I kind of put my ballot together. <laughs> Makes I, sense. I I've got I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> now picking we got these. You. <laughs> I'm not picking these anymore. I'm I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the guys that win it. So, uh yeah, and, and I'm like, Stretch, you, you you better win 10 games in this deal. So, Uh, last week was the only time we we did not have an undefeated uh, ballot. The only time. And it's because there were so many bizarre games. And and for me, honestly, I like it when it's topsy-turvy and you never know who's doing what. I mean, when it's so stinking predictable, it's not as much fun. So, now, these coaches won't tell you that. (laughs) They're they're scratching their head going, what just happened? But for us, you know, uh, and I'll tell you this, Franklin beat Lexington last week. Mm -hmm. Lexington had nine turnovers. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Uh, Hearn came back and beat Holland last week. uh, Holland had a 20 to 7 lead. Hearn won at 21 20. Holland had six turnovers, five in the second half. Oh, my goodness. Rodgers had a 14 to nothing lead over Buffalo and got beat. They turned it over seven times. Wow. Seven.
3: That's shocking.
2: Anybody got a correlation between turnovers and wins and losses? I mean, maybe. I I don't know. Just just saying. It's 10 28 here on, uh, On this Thursday, we've got a beautiful day and we have got some college football talk with Jeff Tarpley from Giggum247.com and that's coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas presented by Bird Coach Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Coach Kenneth Withhorn, Darren Burrow, and me for exciting Midway Panthers football in 2020. This Friday night, the Panthers host the chaparrels of Austin Westlake. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff of the play-by-play at 7:30. It's Austin Westlake and your Midway Panthers, and it's this Friday night at 7, presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com.
3: Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard soldiers trained to keep the power flowing engines running and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission these soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting nationalguard.com sponsored by the texas army national guard aired by the texas association of broadcasters
11: and this station
12: TFNB, your bank for life, supports high school football
0: in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location, across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
13: Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you wanna breathe. Second, you wanna seal. And third, you wanna defend. Today we're gonna talk about sealing your roof properly. You wanna seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor Fort Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys linebacker Alden Smith currently leads the NFL in sacks, despite this being his first action in the league in four seasons. Defensive coordinator Mike Nolan discussed Smith at his press conference Wednesday.
6: He is doing a very good job. He's playing very aggressively. Look, he's about 20, 25 pounds heavier than he was last time he played, so his game has actually changed a little bit as well from the standpoint of the things he does well and, and the things he can do. You know, he's always been a versatile player, but when you put on 25 pounds, it changes some of that versatility. It maybe take a little versatility away from you.
5: Cowboys take on the Browns. Broadcast can be heard this Sunday at 11 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Asho swept the Twins and are moving on to the ALDS. They'll take on the winner of the White Sox A-Series. Those two teams have a winner-take-all game this
1: afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 1033, Welcome back into game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Aggies will be on the road. They're going to Tuscaloosa to take on the, the tide, and that'll be Saturday evening. And we'll have it over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We're going to welcome into the program from Giggum247.com Jeff Tarpley. Jeff, good morning. How are you, my friend? Pretty good. How are you doing, guys? Doing terrific. All right. Uh, before we talk about the the, the tide, let's talk about last week. What was Jimbo Fisher's mood after the game as they had to fight uh, for that win over Vandy?
14: It was interesting. You know, last year after they played LSU, he was a little shell-shocked, so to speak. But LSU did that to everyone last year, no matter what kind of game plan you came up with. Uh, it tended to unravel very, very quickly against Joe Burrow and company. Uh, Saturday night, though, he really seemed downcast when he got into the press conference. Uh, he took responsibility for everything that happened right away. And in particular, keep in mind that Jimbo Fisher isn't just a head coach in college station. He's also the offensive coordinator. Calls plays. He's a quarterback's coach. And he's also the de facto special teams coordinator. Now, two of the three units that perform the worst in that game were directly his responsibility. So from his standpoint, I think this was a personal failure. And in particular, he has to be asking himself about what more he can do with quarterback Kellen Mond because he's Mond's just kind of plateaued. Some would say he's regressed, but the thing is he hasn't progressed, and as a result, the offense hasn't progressed with him. Uh, before the year, everybody was like, hey, a going to go as Kellamongos. Well, as of right now, uh, you know, A&M's offense is, was kind of stagnant the other night and kind of gives the season's outlook. It's not as positive as it was just even a couple of weeks ago. How do you expect? Go, ahead, Go ahead. I'm
4: sorry, Jeff. Let me ask you this. I know that Nick Saban assistants have not had great success going into Tuscaloosa and playing him. Has as as Jimbo talked about kind of his relationship with with uh, with Coach Saban, and then kind of what his game plan is moving forward and going, having to take his team that played really not very well, and having to take them into into this environment.
14: You know, it's interesting. It comes up, it's come up every year that, that Fisher's been in College Station. Hey, look, you know, why you know, Why can't anybody beat Nick? You know, why haven't you beaten him? I, I think those are distractions for Coach Fisher. Uh, he knows that he doesn't have the talent level that Nick Saban has at his disposal, although it is getting better. I think he's still trying to focus on building up the program and doing the things he needs to do to beat everybody else, including Alabama. So from his standpoint, I think it's more of a distraction than anything else. I think really more what he's more worried about than anything else right now is getting Kellen Mond back on track to what he was as a sophomore and in parts of his junior season and getting the offense as a whole going so that they can be competitive in the better games on their schedule. Because let's keep in mind, they went from having a two-game stretch against Alabama and Florida, to now it looks like a tough three-game stretch with Alabama, Florida, and Mississippi State. And what he doesn't want to have happen, no matter whether he's over against Nick Saban or not, is come out of this stretch one and three. And I think that these next three games are very, very critical for the Aggie season.
3: Jeff Damani Richardson had a big game against Vanderbilt, which included a pick. How does the what does the staff like most about him, and what what a, how important is he to that
14: defense? It, it, you know, the safeties are very important to Mike Elko's defense. He is the safeties coach. And and one of the things in, in, in modern football, everybody talks about the corners and locking people down on an island and taking away half the field, that type of thing. But you rarely get that in the modern game. You typically it, – it's like if you have a great offensive player in basketball, you don't just leave them – you don't just leave someone one on one on LeBron James for 48 minutes. Uh, you have to send over double teams. Try to make them do some different things. Take the ball out of their hands. It's similar with pass defense with Damani Richardson, Leon O'Neal. A and M safeties have not only got to be in the box players and come down hard against the run, which they did a good job of the other night, but they also have to be cognizant of those run pass binds that modern offenses can put you in, and also high low binds which is the deep pass routes bracketed by shorter and immediate routes so that you're not making mistakes in terms of taking the wrong receiver and opening up yourself for big plays. And I think the best thing that A&M did the other night as far as its safety play was not allow those types of big pass plays against Vanderbilt that you've seen in the – that that has been a problem for them in the past. Richardson is a big, fast kid, uh, and he seemingly has gotten better at making those kind of decisions. So has O'Neal. Uh, and, but they're really going to be tested Saturday night because you've got uh, a quarterback in Matt Jones who is – throws the deep ball accurately. If you give him time, he's going to make good decisions. So from a and M standpoint, they might have to give up something shorter intermediate in order to make sure that they don't make those deep coverage mistakes and that... Jones isn't going to find someone just running wide open down the field or in advantageous man-to-man situations against AM's corners.
2: Talking with Jeff Tarpley uh, from Giggum247.com. Jeff, I'm going to circle back around to the offense. You mentioned the uh, play of the offense, and, and in particular, Kellen Mond at quarterback. What is the consensus in College Station, A, the issues the offense, what they're having, and B, what, what the solutions might be?
14: Fans being fans, I think you know Mond is a effectively a three-year starter. He started about half half of his freshman year. Uh, again, it goes back to this is the same Kellen Mond we've always seen. And if this is the same Kellen Mond three years into his his tenure in College season, then it's time for a change. The problem is, is that a backups, you've got Zach Calzada who's a redshirt freshman minimal game experience uh, you've got true freshman Haynes King no game experience, not only that neither of them had the benefit of spring practice and kind of an off you know summer they didn't really get back together and start working with the receivers uh, you know June, July uh, and, and they would be doing so in the spring, the off season, that type of thing. So for Fisher, he's really in a conundrum. He talks about Kellen Mond's mistakes being correctable, but they've always been correctable, and he keeps making the same mistakes. So from the fans' point of view, they're like, hey, they just kind of moved on and they would like to see something different. On the other hand, Fisher knows that if he is going to make a change, then he's got to get somebody else ready. He needs time to do that. In the interim, he's still got to figure out a way to make Kellen Mond productive. And one of the things I just wrote about this morning was, the fact, Mond's totaled 188 yards rushing in two outings against Alabama, design runs and also where he takes off and scrambles. So even if he isn't throwing the ball well, this is the type of game where, yes, you take a chance with your quarterback's health and you, you – you overload the defense. You outnumber them with him at the point of attack, and you get the ball in his hands and see what you can do. Because Anum's got to find a way to jumpstart Mond and the rest of the offense.
4: Well, and Jeff, let me ask you this: the running game. I mean, has as Coach Fisher at all talked about jumpstarting that running mm-hmm. game and trying to help Kellen with you know then being able to play action off of that? To me, Kellen Mond is best when he can boot, waggle, when he can get on the edge, and like you were saying, he's got the option to run. Has Coach Fisher talked about jump-starting the running game at all and getting their running game going?
14: Well, ironically enough, A&M's running game, they they produced big plays the other night. Problem was they produced about three big runs, and that was about it. There was a lot of times they just – you know, they wound up, and if they started at second and eight, they wound up at third and eight. They just weren't getting enough push. Vanderbilt, in particular, was getting its safeties down in the box and getting an extra tackler there, which made it very, very difficult for A&M to get its running game going. Offensive line wasn't bad; it just wasn't great. Uh, they have consistency issues as well. They've got to play with better leverage. They got to start getting to the second level against the linebackers in the run game. Pass pro was okay. It, you know, you saw them on the uh, touchdown and with Anaya Smith, they ran the option. Modern defenses, Todd's defenses, tend to slant away from the back because uh, they know the the ball's coming to the side opposite the back. And A&M w- went to the side of the back, ran the option. So I think you're going to have to see them do some more things like that, misdirection. It would be nice to see some boots and wagons. It would be nice to see them run more options, quarterback draw. Uh, it would also take some of the pressure off of the offensive line in terms of having to displace people or win battles every single play. So, yeah, those things are available. Hopefully for A&M fans, they try to take more advantage of that uh, Saturday in Tuscaloosa.
3: So Clifford Chapman decides to opt out the season then ends up in the transfer portal. What happened between him and the Aggies?
14: You know, Chapman, it's interesting. When he first arrived on campus, I was talking to someone, and and they said, hey, look, our our receivers really just don't like facing him in practice. He's 6'4", 6'5". He's got long arms. You know, he jams them once, and they just can never get into this route. And everybody's like, wow, this guy's a future star. Uh, Never panned out for whatever reason, a a lot of that being the fact that he just – Missed time. either injuries. Uh, one season I think he had academic issues. And, again, it's the same thing with a lot of these kids. If you just can't get on the field and do anything productive, uh, you're not going to have much of a career. And I think that's pretty much it. He just couldn't get on the field. Uh, he was dinged in fall camp. And so it's just time for him to move on.
2: Hey, Jeff, uh, what can we find on uh, gigum247.com?
14: Well, today we've had a number of people, including myself, weigh in on the upcoming game with Alabama. Uh, recruiting's still a little slow, uh, but you'll find uh, my scouting report, which is pretty thorough, uh, Alabama's defense and A&M's offense. Uh, you've got other 24/7 guys weighing in on the game this weekend. Uh, you've always got good content from our just from posters on the message board who talk about all aspects of the program and they we have some guys that really can break this stuff down as as well as i can so if you come to gig 24 7 you're right now you're definitely going to get some really really good football talk and that's going to continue uh win or lose and of course. Uh, you know, the passion from these guys is, is awesome, and, and it's a great, great set of people who don't just talk football. They're there for each other. Uh, when when someone has health issues, that type of thing, uh, they rally around each other, try to help each other out. It's just a great, great community, and we wish ever you know wish more people would be a part of it.
2: Jeff Tarpley, Giggum247.com. We appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Hey, have a good one. It's uh, 1046, 14 away from 11 o'clock. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We'll uh, step aside, and we're coming back with more of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas.
12: We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football, football. 2020. From the onside kick, Zerline dribbles it to the left, hadn't gone 10 yards. Only heard here. He scramble for it as it has gone 10 yards. All season. The Cowboys think
15: that they got it. I think they did. And the Cowboys
1: have the football.
9: Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns. Live
1: from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboy station.
12: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home. I'm not afraid of
2: First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook.
15: Ready to kick off as a first-time home buyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms,
8: and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online
15: at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central.
2: Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA.
15: Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
0: TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across i-35 from baylor tfnb your bank for life member fdic
12: in the market for a quality metal building since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe have helped central texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design panel options building components and trim options pioneer steel and pipes residential line is energy efficient offers low maintenance reduces insurance payments is impact resistant and carries up to a 45 year limited warranty In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys linebacker Alden Smith currently leads the NFL in sacks, despite this being his first action in the league in four seasons. Defensive coordinator Mike Nolan discussed Smith at his press conference
6: Wednesday. He is doing a very good job. He's playing very aggressively. Look, he's about 20, 25 pounds heavier than he was last time he played, so his game has actually changed a little bit as well. From the standpoint of the things he does well, and and the things he can do, you know he's always been a versatile player. But when you put on 25 pounds, it changes some of that versatility. It maybe take a little versatility away from you.
5: Cowboys take on the Browns. Broadcast can be heard this Sunday at 11 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Astros swept the Twins and are moving on to the ALDS. They'll take on the winner of the White Sox A series. Those two teams have a winner take all game this afternoon.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 10.50, 10 away from 11 o'clock. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, glad to have you with us on a, uh, on a Thursday. Stretch, just out of curiosity, give me a, just give me a number. Uh, 1 to 10. Do the, do the Aggies have a 40% chance, 50? I mean, when, when, when you're talking about going into Tuscaloosa, and, and I realize there's nobody there. Uh, you know, limited limited people, but it is Tuscaloosa. It is it is Alabama. What are, what are their chances, in your opinion?
4: Well, I, I I think I mean here's here's what I know. I, I I'm pretty good friends with the running back coach, at, at Tommy Robinson, who was at LSU, and you know, talking to him and kind of seeing engaging the, where their program is. I'm not sure, Tom. The question is not, can they get their offense clicking and doing the things that they want to do. And the if the answer is they feel like they can, then I think they've got a I mean I think they've got an okay shot to go in there and get this into a fourth quarter game. If offensively they can't get it going and they can't get Mond in that comfort zone like Jeff was talking about last segment. I I, I don't think they have any chance. It really all rests upon offensively, can they go in there and get him to function at a level that quite frankly, fellas, he hasn't functioned at since before they played uh, LSU last year. I mean, which was about the midway point. I know they played LSU late in the year, but about midway point last season. So it really all rests on the offense and Kellen Mond. It, Here, I'm giving you a long answer. If they go in there and they can get him clicking and they can get some things going offensively, they'll have a chance to turn it into a fourth quarter game. It, if not, it, 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 they'll, they'll be they'll be chasing. You know, they'll be chasing it the whole the whole second
2: half. It is alarming. That they played so poorly against a Vanderbilt team that a is is just with all of the players that have opted out and all the things going on with bandy football right now, it's alarming that they were only able to put up 13 points at home.
4: Yeah, it it, it it is, and and understanding again that and I like the point that Jeff made. I mean, when you don't have spring football and you're trying to you know you're trying to make some adjustments, you're trying to tweak some things in your offense. It almost takes you two or three games to really get it going. the The problem that I saw with what the Aggies did against Vanderbilt was I never really saw them got you know, get it going. And Jeff talked about they had a few they had a few big runs, but I mean, you when you play Vanderbilt, and yes, they were they were stacking the box and they were going to make Kellen Mond beat them. And if you don't think for one second that Nick Saban is not going to stack the box and say, I tell you what, Kellen Mond, go beat us. That, that's exactly what he's going to do. So that's why I really think it falls on offensively. Can they execute? Can they get him out on the edge? And can they let him do some of the things that, that he did his,
2: his freshman and sophomore year? All right, let's switch gears. Let's uh, talk about the, uh, the Temple-Magnolia West game. Uh, th- this this could be fun. I, I think this is going to be a good football game. And and Temple is coming off that big win against Longview up at uh, AT&T Stadium, part of the uh, 100-year celebration of Texas high school football. And uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, was on the program, uh, Unnecessary Roughness, I believe it was yesterday. And he talked about the, uh, about the win for Temple and very interesting interesting what greg had to say and his thoughts about the temple wildcats
7: i just wanted to ask you about temple and the wildcats and the performance that they put in on friday night against longview there was a lot of questions on what kind of team longview was going to field at at&t stadium and there was a lot of questions about the temple wildcats who was gonna you know who was gonna step up and perform very young team well i didn't expect him to put 30 points up on the board and shut out longview in the second half but that's exactly what happened what are your thoughts on what you saw from the wildcats friday night
8: yeah, I was I was wildly wildly impressed with what you saw from Temple on on Friday night uh, for for a couple of reasons. You know, you mentioned that that this, this is a bit of a mystery. This this Temple team was was a bit of a, a an unknown commodity uh, coming into this year because a lot of those key components are young or new, right? You know, like, for example, their quarterback, Umberto Arizmendi, is, is a senior, but at the same time, he's starting for the first time. And so he was an unknown commodity. A lot of this team uh, was, was, you know, there are a lot of question marks around them. Well, I would say that they answered those questions, especially in the second half, emphatically. And, and to the point that, that I came away extremely, extremely impressed not only with the coaching staff, we know what a strong coaching staff the Temple, uh, Temple has. I mean, that team is, that, that is, is, is well-coached well every single year, and, and I think you saw that in the second half where they made those key adjustments uh, in the second half. But the talent that you saw there, I mean, look up and down that roster. Look up and down the contributors to that Temple team who have that big win on, uh, against Longview. Uh, it's a lot of sophomores and juniors. It's a lot of youngsters. So here's, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is that Temple's a problem this year. Temple's a problem in Class 6A, and furthermore, Temple's going to be a problem for a couple of years to come. I think that there's a fair argument that, that, that Temple's already a year early. Like what they're doing right now, uh, again, it's only one week. You don't want to go crazy over one 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 week, and and Longview will tell you they didn't play their best game at all. But at the same time, I think that, that you've got to look at, at, at Temple as not only a, a quality squad right now, but the kind of team that you could be talking about making deep runs this year and next year, and next year. The future, to me, the the headline from Friday night is not the present. The headline from Friday night is the future because the future for Temple appears to be extremely bright.
2: Wow. Uh, I think Greg Tepper is uh, kind of fond of the Temple Wildcat football program. Not only today, but what, but moving forward, and you're, that that high price. your little
4: enthusiasm in that in that interview. Good, yeah,
2: good good
4: for uh, good for cueing those guys. You know what? It, that's fun. That's fun when you have guys on like that that uh, that you can tell they they have an enthusiasm. They got to want to. They got
2: to love in their voice and the passion. I mean, I you can hear that. All right, it's ten fifty seven. Good stuff for the uh, Temple Wildcats, and and again, Greg Tepper from Dave campbell's texas football magazine tep is on the uh, on that scoreboard show on fox sports southwest and then of course uh uh he's on with q and those guys every every wednesday so you uh, you may that's that's must that's there's must see tv that's must listen radio uh with when if you like uh, texas high school football it's ten fifty three away from 11 o'clock we're going to step aside and we are coming back with hour two of game time here on espn central texas
16: in Commons Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need In Commons Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. In Commons Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
7: <laughs> Best wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their 2 for $28 meal deals or their family feast. and make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. <laughs> wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty
16: and staff and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand in hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Wishing Head Coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting,
13: 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgian Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck or SUV, Berg Colgian Ford is the right call. Come check out our award winning lineup of best selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explore, Expedition, F-150 and Super Duty. Berg Colgian Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgian Ford. Berg Colgian Ford, trusted since 1936. It's the High School Football Pick'em
7: Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction the new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN
9: Central Texas.
16: My house has a new glow I love my wind
5: At Sequoia Family Ford, over the years, we've seen lots of
2: Fords become classics. Now we're all looking forward to the return of a legend this year. Tell them what it is. Ah! That's right. Come see us to learn about the all-new Ford Bronco family and reserve yours today. Or save right now on our full line of trucks and SUVs
3: with 0% financing for 72 months. So take that short drive to the Sequoia Exit West and see why at Sikora Family Ford. Our family makes the difference.
1: With approved credit, see dealer for details. KRZI Waco K222 DC Waco this station is now the ultimate power in the universe K265 DV temple this is ESPN Central Texas 1101 welcome back into the program game time here on
2: ESPN Central Texas let's talk a little Major League Baseball as we welcome in Brian McTaggart from MLB.com Brian good morning how are you sir? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing great. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, the the format for for the playoffs. And we were just bantering it around here this morning. The, the wild card games in the home stadiums of the of the of the top seed, but your divisional playoffs and the World Series in neutral site. Uh, kind of walk us through that and, and how MLB came up with that decision.
17: Well, they decided they wanted to have the playoffs in a bubble as much as they could. Um, just sort of like the other leagues have done for the regular seasons, NBA, NHL. It was impossible really to do that in the regular season. So uh, what they're going to do is send all the American League teams to two sites in California, which is San Diego and L.A. You know the weather's going to be good. Um, no rain delays in those two places. So you're good there. And none of those teams will be playing in their home parks. They wanted to avoid that, too. And so they're sending the National League teams to Texas. So Minute Maid Park, Global Eye Field in Arlington, um, and then they, 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 you know, needed the world series at a, a neutral site. And, you know, there's a chance that the Astros could have been in the world series, still could. So they knew the Rangers weren't going to be in the world series. So, uh, and the Padres and Dodgers were still playing in the, in the national league. So the, the only one of those four sites where for sure you were not going to have a team playing at home in the world series was Arlington. So that's why they chose Arlington. So the, the Astros, for instance, now are going to go to California and uh, basically stay uh, in a bubble and travel back and forth in uh, Dodger Stadium. And if they win this series and go to the uh, ALCS, they'll just go down the road to San Diego. And there are some teams that they could go to Arlington and play there for the next three rounds if they go all the way to the World Series. So they just can't afford to have any of these work stoppages because of the coronavirus that they had early in the regular season where a team has to shut down for a week because that would really throw a wrench in everything.
2: The uh, and obviously we, we understand why, but do you feel like the sixty games was a a large enough sample size to to determine the top teams in in Major League Baseball and get our best teams to the World Series?
17: Not really. I mean, for that you know that's a third of the season, a little less than a third of the season that you normally have. But you know that's the best they could do, and that that's why they've expanded the playoffs. Is that um, instead of allowing Ten teams in, they're allowing 16 teams in, so that the teams that maybe just did not have a good first couple of months like the Astros still get a shot to go to the playoffs um, and, uh, you know, them, as we saw the last couple of days, anything could happen, but, you know, I, I do think there's, if you get through these playoffs, if you get through three rounds of playoffs and win this World Series, it's not going to be easy. The travel restrictions are hard. Um, you know, the players are pretty much confined to their hotel rooms. Playing in front of no fans is, is isn't is not ideal um so you're going to have a legit champion i mean you might you want to put an asterisk by it you know whatever but it's going to take some really really good baseball to to win this next month
2: if the white Sox beat the a's then you will have three lower seeds three road teams win the uh, the wild card round are you a little surprised by that
17: not really a two out of three series you know anything can happen we saw that with the astros um you know, look at game one with the Astros. That game was tied, and, and the Twins make an error, and the Astros take advantage of it. Game yesterday is, is really close, going to the ninth inning as well. It just happened to go the Astros' Wait Twins didn't play well. And so uh, a best-of-three series, anything can happen. But, you know, certainly now I think we're going to see the, the best teams, I think, uh, you know, probably uh, rise to the top a little bit. And, you know, if the Astros can pull off an upset over the White Sox or the A's in a best-of-five and get back to the ALCS for the – what, fourth year in a row, I guess it would be. I mean, that would be really an accomplishment right now.
4: And let me ask you this. Is is there a team, and in, 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 in you talked about the sample size being 60 games, is there a team that didn't get into this playoff, uh, you know, the, to this playoff format that you, at the beginning of the year, you really felt like would? Is there a supr- kind of a surprise on the downside?
17: Well, the defending World Series champions didn't make it. The Washington mm-hmm. Nationals, um, you know, fell pretty far short of the the, uh, world, the the playoffs. But look at what they did last year. After 50 games last year, they had 19 wins and 31 losses, which was the exact record they had this year after 50 games. Uh, But unlike last year, they didn't have another 110 games to turn it around. Now, granted, this year's team I don't think would have turned it around because they didn't have Anthony Rendon. They had injuries to their pitching staff, so they weren't the same team. But it just goes to show you the value of the 162-game season. And we saw it with the Astros way back in, in 2015 when they got off to a 15-30 start. Um, looked like they were going nowhere. And then they rallied to have the best record in baseball after June 1st and ended up going to the World Series. So 162 games means something in baseball. But I don't think there was anybody that really missed the playoffs. That uh, you may, If you missed the playoffs when 16 out of 30 teams get in, then you probably didn't deserve to go, I would say. <laughs>
3: What were your thoughts on uh, Correa's quote yesterday about people being mad that they're still in the playoffs? That they got—what are they going to say now?
17: I think that was just a culmination of the Astros just listening to the criticism they've received all year. You know, everybody thought this would be the year where—and and they got some of it in spring trainings where the fans were there. That they, they got booed really loudly when they were at spring training, and everybody b- thought, "Boy, when they get to the regular season, the fans are going to be ruthless." That never happened, of course, because there are no fans. But. You know, there is social media, and they heard it on social media. They heard it on game broadcasts. Everyone was was skeptical of what the Astros were doing. And then it was worst-case scenario where pretty much all their top offensive players had pretty substantial drop-offs in production from this year uh, to last year, and that only fanned the flames a little bit. I I think – you know, the Astros just kind of got tired of it. And Correa has been a guy who we remember back in spring training came out and was sort of became the spokesman for the Astros when it came to this cheating scandal and was taken up for his teammates saying, we cheated, we did it. We got to move on. And so I think he just had enough. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought was interesting that he was interviewed right after the game um, on ESPN and he sort of ripped the, the announcers on ESPN in game one saying, that's all you focused on on game one was the cheating scandal and We all need to move on. And so I I just think they were frustrated. And Correa is one of the few players that, you know, was willing to come out and and just say, uh, you know, we're still winning. Um, We're here. You know, what are you going to say now? So, and that that really didn't help the situation because I think those who hate the Astros are probably going to hate them even more after that. There's nothing the Astros can do that's going to shut those people up um, except go out there and win. And that's what they're doing.
3: Can you talk about what Dusty Baker's been able to accomplish? And do you think he can finally win that World Series with the Astros?
17: Well, he came in, and it's understandable why he came in because he came into a hornet's nest. And he's he's a guy that had been managing 22 years in the big leagues before this, had been through everything, had been through crisis and controversy, and he was the right man for the job. You saw that in the early days of spring training when there was a throng of national media um, wanting to just pound the Astros and talk to the Astros constantly over the the sign stealing scandal, and rightfully so. It was their it was their mistake, and he was you know they had to own it. But then when they got to talk to Dusty Baker, you know, Dusty would spin stories about the 70s and the 80s and Hank Aaron and, you know, stuff that didn't have anything to do with what the Astros were going through. And he's such a guy that he knows everybody and the media and everybody really respects him. And uh, he sort of deflected a lot of the stuff, I think. So he was the perfect hire in that aspect. Um, You know, and he had lost 10 consecutive games in the playoffs when he had a chance to clinch prior to yesterday. So he sort of got a a, a little bit of a, um, you know a good thing for him to, to uh, advance like that but I still don't think the Astros are going to win the World Series this year I, I just unless they just start hitting uh, I don't think they have a shot I mean they are just not hitting the ball we saw that against against the twins very difficult for them to score runs and it's only going to get tougher um, who knows maybe they catch lightning in a bottle I mean if they get hot I mean I think I think they're pitching I think they can piece together the pitching to, to go deep into some of these series but you know, Dusty's coming back for next year, and the Astros are still going to have a, a really good team next year. They have a lot of things they need to address, their entire outfielder or free agents. So I don't think they're going to be among the favorites to win the World Series next year. So if he does end up winning a World Series this year or next year, then, uh, man, you you know, he probably punches his ticket to the Hall of Fame because he, he would have done an excellent job.
2: Who are your favorites uh, this year uh, in the in the American League and in the National League?
17: Well, I think the Dodgers are the team to beat overall. I mean, they're just the most complete team, the most dominant team. Um, and it's going to be really difficult, I think, for anybody to beat them in, in a, in a uh, short series or a long series. And they lead the Brewers 1-0 in their series. Not that they can't be beaten, but that's also a team that is very playoff tested, like the Astros. They added Mookie Betts this year, former MVP in the American League. Just a complete team up and down. So I would be really surprised if anybody beats the Dodgers. I, I think in the American League, it's, it's a little bit more wide open at this point. You know, the Yankees who uh, advanced by knocking off the Indians. Um, you got to be really worried about their lineup and what they can do. I think, uh, you know, they got a really good shot. You know, I would certainly wouldn't count out the uh, winner of the A's white Sox series. Um, A's are a a very deep team. That's been in the playoffs quite a few times as well. Um, Astros. I mean, you know, say what you will about, you know, what they did and what they're going through this year and all the injuries. But, a very deep and experienced team that's been there before. Wouldn't count them out uh, either. I think the American League is a little bit more wide open in the National League, where I think the Dodgers are just the prohibitive favorites at this point.
3: Why do you think the MLB is waiting until the World Series to finally allow fl- uh, fans?
17: <clears throat> well, I think they're, you know, uh, I'm not sure the exact reason. I mean, they're only doing it in Arlington. So for the NLCS in Arlington and the World Series. So it's clear that they couldn't get the clearance from California to do it for the American League playoffs, so um, you know, why they didn't want to do it in the division series next week, I'm not sure, but I know I know that in Texas, you could have, I think it's what now 50% of capacity in stadiums, and, and they're going to fall well short of that. I think only 11,000 at that new stadium in Arlington, which is probably like 25%, but um, it just would have been really, it would have been impossible in the wildcard round, because you got eight different sites, eight different home stadiums, different rules. so I don't know why they're not doing it for the division series in Texas, but it looks like uh, you know, in, in Texas in the uh, ALCS and in the World Series, uh, they're gonna do it. So it's uh I don't know how many fans would go to Arlington to watch a uh, you know, Dodgers, um, A's World Series if that's what it comes down to. But it it certainly will be great to see baseball on TV and see see real fans in the stands instead of the cutouts, even if it's only about ten thousand of them.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there, and I know one fan that would go. Uh, it's thirteen after eleven <laughs> o'clock, Brian. I hey, we we know you uh, we're up against the clock, and we know you got to run. We certainly do appreciate your time, and and thanks so much for popping on with us today.
17: All right, thanks for having me.
2: Hey, that's Brian uh, McTaggart from MLB.com. W- would you? I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm not being facetious. If it's the Dodgers. And uh, and in the in the in the uh, Oakland A's, are, are, are you buying a ticket, Stretch? Are you buying I, a ticket, Garrett? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean,
4: I, one thing I think people don't are, are underestimate. You know what? They're having in the World Series in God's country. They're playing it in Texas. Hell yeah, there will be fans there. It, it, it doesn't matter who 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 comes. You got you've got a passionate fan base. It's the right place to put the World Series.
2: Well, and, and I totally agree. I, I think people want to go see sporting events. They want to be a part of this stuff. They want to see the new ball. Park, I-, I guarantee you, I'd be first in line to to, 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 pay, uh, to, to purchase a ticket for uh, for the World Series. Uh, and, and again, let he mentioned the Dodgers. Don't forget former Baylor Bear Max Muncy. And I and I meant to talk to, to Brian about Max. I mean, Max struggled with Oakland. And boy, but but when he got to L.A., he elevated his game. You know, I know he made some some tweaks to his swing and and has certainly elevated his game and has played incredibly well for and and consistent with the Dodgers. And he's a guy uh, we talk about guys that can do different things. He's a guy that can play all over that that baseball field. Uh, He I mean, he can play first. He can play second uh I guess you could play him some at short he can play 30 if you need him in the out he's a guy that can do a lot of things for you and he's gonna hit it about six miles when he does uh and, and you know so he's uh he's 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 really elevated his game and has played really well and he's uh he's got a he's got a ring to to show for it so good stuff and he's a good guy to uh stretch we talk about guys uh, good guys and you like to see good guys do well he's one of those guys he's one oh, of those yeah. guys that you just smile when when good things happen for him no
4: doubt you, you want to see good things happen to good people mm-hmm. no question about it
2: 1115 we're going to step aside right here we'll come back with more of game time on espn central texas
5: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Michael Point. Another beautiful day here in central Texas. We'll see mostly sunny skies. Just a little bit cooler this afternoon than yesterday with highs topping out around 85 degrees. It'll be mostly clear tonight. We dropped to 53 and mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be a cooler day, but still very pleasant with a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook.
15: Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online
8: at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central.
2: Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. member NCUA.
12: Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home.
13: The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explore, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Bird Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936.
7: It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to centexsportsfan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas.
16: My house has a new glow I love my windows, universal
9: that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254 301 7760. That's 254
7: 301 7760. they've got that brand new home Universal Windows
12: Direct.
2: 1119 the NFL weekend begins tonight stretch you got uh, boy you got one that may, it may be breathtaking it's such it's gonna be such a pretty football game all right good doubt doubt Garrett did you hear
4: I mean Tom is normally he gives the weather better than he gave us the outlook on this football <laughs> game tonight <laughs> he really yeah, does beautiful day here in Fort Worth Texas he gives us a better weather yeah Guys, I, the one thing I will say is I do think that Adam Gase coaching for his job tonight. I mean, I, how would you like to be a fan of either the Jets or the Giants? I mean, you talk about two stink situations. I mean, both how of them. How can a-
2: that be in, in New York City? I it, mean, it it seriously. Is. It, it is. It's it, it's hard to imagine.
4: But what I don't understand is you have an impact player like Jamal Adams and you, and you let him get away. I, I that Those are the things that – when you start thinking about okay, how do, how does an organization get to this point, and it's either you draft poorly or you let guys out of the building that you shouldn't let out of the building, and that's that's exactly what's what's happened with the Jets. I, I, it, it, it's unbelievable. It it it's a maddening situation because that's a, I mean that's a storied franchise. Sure I it mean, is. It, you know they've done so many things and I, you know changed changed ownership. I mean I, I when 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 Mister Hess had that. Had that team, they were in such better shape. You know, here's the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting, just diving into this NFL schedule a little bit, is you got Gary Kubiak, former coach of the Texans, now the offensive coordinator of the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings, playing at Houston. And this is a big game for both teams, because Minnesota, you go you go 0-4, you're, you're not going to catch Green Bay. I don't care what happens. And Houston, you know, they're, they're – they're wanting to run O'Brien out of town as we speak. So you you know Gary Kubiak's going to have something f- for the Houston Texans. He's going to have something up his sleeve offensively, uh you know, going in there and and the Cowboys guys, the, the, I think this is a big week for the Dallas Cowboys. I really do between the issues that they're having with their secondary and and then how poorly coordinated they are. I think it's I think it's you know, you're going to see challenges from OBJ and Landry and I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield can throw the deep ball. Chubb can run the football. So you you you're going to have you're going to have a formidable situation. Again, I, I find myself thinking: Are the Cowboys going to have to really score thirty to beat the Cleveland Browns? And the only thing I can come up with is: Is they're probably going to have to do that?
2: But isn't that the theme for the Cowboys all season long?
4: Right sure. now, yeah. Well, right now it is. But boy, you 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 would, but you would think that you would start to see some improvements wouldn't you well, you would think you would start to see your secondary start to gel some not to cut guys you know buck free through the middle of the defense i i i'm looking for that i don't care who you're playing back there and yes the, the cowboys secondary that th- they're not good but Let, let's not let's not try to perf- perfume this pig but th- at least be sound in what you're doing that's the thing that concerns me more than anything is it's not that guys are just getting beat it's they're unsound in how they're coordinated and that that that's a bigger issue and then you know Sunday night's game Philadelphia at San Francisco I mean could Philadelphia go witness they that team played for a tie last week I mean that then this is the one team think about it this is the one team in the NFC East that didn't have a coaching change I mean this is the one team at you know, was bringing back a quarterback that had the tight ends, that felt like they had all the things that could help, you know, Doug Peterson kind of take this team back to the next level. And they're punting the football Sunday to to
2: to to get a tie with a winless Cincinnati team. All right, Stretch, please tell me that the Minnesota Vikings are not going to leave Houston 0-4. Yeah, I mean, I, are they? Yeah. I, 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 I would
4: say no. I mean, this is a team that I thought would win the North, and and they are zero three and playing about as bad as you could play. I, I you know I worked with Mike Zimmer for five years. I know he's got to be he's got to be losing his mind. So no, I I, I do think Minnesota is gonna gonna go down to Houston and win. But you, you're gonna have to deal with. I, I mean Deshaun Watson. I mean that, that that's a formidable offense. So you're gonna have to go. You'll have to go down there and beat them. I you know the, the the marquee game guys is New England Kansas City and, and it, it is hard to believe New England is getting a touchdown getting a touchdown how often does that happen that you see a bill Belichick team get seven points in, in a game
2: i I, I realize that but after watching Kansas City for three weeks how do you stop them I mean well, yeah, right I, there, I how there. do you, I mean there's not a defensive scheme on the planet that can stop. The, they've got way too many weapons in way too many places. Uh, they're just that good right now. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you're, you're exactly
4: right. with with, with and, and, and adding the back, and, and it's not just a back to run the ball. It's a back that is – he's dynamic out of the backfield catching the football too. And and, and they have so many weapons that you, you talk about a team you better go try to outscore. This is a situation where it is going to fall to Cam Newton. And they're going to have to—they'll have to score thirty to to, to beat Kansas City. Uh, they're the late game and the and, and the marquee game Sunday afternoon. Yeah, they'll have to score thirty to go beat them. So, you
2: know, we you know, were talking stretch. Do you do you do you take the air out of the ball uh, on when you have it, so that you can try to be a little more methodical, milk the clock, bleed the clock, so you shorten their possessions that their number of possessions when you're talking about the Chiefs that is what you want
4: to do you want to limit the opportunities that they get it and then when they do get it you've got to get one or two critical stops in the game you're, you're correct now now the other side of Good luck. Is, I mean now the other side of that is Kansas City has gotten better defensively i mean look what they did to sh- shut down Lamar Jackson i mean they they they're better on that side of the ball too so Early on, early on in this NFL season, I mean, the,
2: the, the, the favorite to go repeat has got to be the Chiefs right now. It's 1126. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to step aside, and we're coming right back with more
18: in just a moment.
10: Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, honey gear, books, coins, metals and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9-5 to 5 Saturday, 10-4 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. <laughs>
0: TFNB, Your Bank for Life, supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With 5 locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new Bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC.
20: Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers and I buy houses cash. Call me today at 870-8645. I'll buy your house for cash and pay you cash up front. I buy houses in any price range and any location in Waco and Central Texas. Do you own a house that needs thousands of dollars in repair? Great, because I love buying fix up houses. Do you have a tenant living in your property? Not a problem, I'll buy your house with a tenant in it. Do you think your property will be difficult to sell? Easy, we provide assistance for any situation. If you need cash for your house, call me today at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or check me out at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Remember, if you need cash fast, I'll pay you cash up front. Call me today at 870-8645. 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or online at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas.
13: The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Berg Colgian Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgian Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explore, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgian Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg Colgian Ford. Berg Colgian Ford, trusted since 1936.
11: Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game.
2: 1130. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Bryce Cherry, of the Waco Tribune Herald. Hey, Bryce, we, we knew we, well, I think we felt that Baylor was going to uh, to win the football game against KU. But what they were able to do outscoring the Jayhawks 40 to seven after they after that game was seven, seven. That was that was incredibly impressive.
15: It was. I mean, you're talking about a dominant performance in all three phases. Uh, you know that that was what really stood out to me. Was it wasn't you know just the offense scoring or uh, you know the defense doing some nice things. You also saw an, an incredible effort on special teams. I mean, um, you know special teams plays often. You know, I think we may have even talked about it last week. They will swing a close game. Well, that game wasn't close, but. That was partially because of some of those big special teams plays. Um, you know, I wrote about that uh, today. I mean, you know, and Ebner was was just unreal. I mean, doing something that had never been done in school history, returning two kicks for touchdowns in the same game. Um, you know, if a guy does that in a career, that's pretty good. So, you know, he did, it, he did it on one night. Uh, so pretty good sign going forward for the Bears.
4: Bryce, let me ask you, Coach Roberts. It looked like they made an adjustment defensively after Kansas went down and, and scored the Puka Williams touchdown. Is he talk Did he talk at all about kind of what they were doing and the adjustments they made to 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 really shut down Kansas's offense?
15: Well, unfortunately, the assistant coaches have been uh, they haven't been making those guys available to us uh, once the season started, uh, so we've just had to talk to Coach Aranda about that, but. But, yeah, I think they did make some adjustments, um, and, you know, you saw a lot of uh, multiple fronts, uh, you know, as the game progressed and, and uh, blitzing with linebackers and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I think I liked what I saw from, the, uh, from a creativity standpoint both offensively and defensively for Baylor I mean they they mixed up a lot of different things and um, you know you didn't you didn't see just one look as as the as the game progressed and and I'm not saying that you know past teams at Baylor you know showed you one look but certainly you know like the old Art Briles offense was certainly you know uh, a spread attack always pretty much in the shotgun and um, you know, and you saw some different things uh, as in that game against Kansas from Baylor. I mean, um, and, you know, that, like I said, both defensively and offensively.
2: Let's talk about Charlie Brewer. I, I, I like the way he played the game Saturday night. There, There's always that, you know, there's there's the the one side says, hey, he's a competitor, and that's why he hangs on to that football. The other side says, <laughs> "says you got to get rid of that football. You got to get – there was a fine balance between – uh, hanging on to the football and, and also running with the football, and then getting down before contact, uh, Bryce. I just, I just thought he played a, a very smart and, 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 and complete football game Saturday night.
15: Agreed. Uh, I mean, I thought Charlie, as you said, you know, he he played smart, and and that's what you want to see from a senior quarterback that uh, you know, let's face it, has taken some lumps. Um, over the years, including several last year. I mean, it was a little scary at times for Charlie, um, you know, and I think the offensive line is, is making improvements, uh, and, but he's still, you know, he's still got to be Charlie. He's still got to do what he can do, and, mm-hmm. and, and part of that is scrambling. But what I liked was when he was scrambling. It seemed like he was keeping his eyes downfield for a receiver. He wasn't necessarily just always scrambling for yardage. And then, as you mentioned, I can specifically remember a, a play, I think it was in the first half, where he did get loose for, for a gainer and, you know, picked up, I don't know, 10, 12 yards. And then, you know, as the defense converged, he went right into that slide. And that's what Charlie's got to do. He can't be. You know, throwing his body around. Uh, not that you know. Obviously, they've got some some good quarterbacks there. But you know, you want Charlie to stay healthy. Uh, you know, if you're a Baylor fan.
2: 11:35. We're talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune-Herald. Now, now the Bears get that first road opportunity and they're going to into uh, Morgantown and it, first of all it's not an easy trip I mean you just don't pop into Morgantown but uh talk a little bit about the West Virginia game and and uh and, and what the Bears need to do to to be successful
15: yeah I've made that trip before <laughs> yeah. uh, John Warner will be there uh, this week but I've made it with John and uh yeah you do not pop right into Morgantown you pop into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And then you, yeah, and then you get a rental car, and, and you drive down to Morgantown. I mean, that's the kind of the, the easiest way, I guess. I mean, Morgantown apparently does have an airport, but it's a little bit smaller one. So, yeah, it's not it's not an easy trip. It's never been a place that's been particularly kind to, to Baylor. They've never won there, 0-4 in the Big 12 era. Um, and, you know, we've, we've seen some wild games. We've seen some games. Uh, you know, the very first one they played there, I think, was like 70 to 60. I mean, it was uh, absolutely batty. But um, the difference this year is you will not have any fans in the stands. And that has been a huge advantage for West Virginia mm-hmm. over the years. I mean, uh, it's not just that you're traveling halfway across the country and going to a different time zone. It's that you're doing all that and then – you know, having all these crazy bearded mountaineers, you know, uh, right on top of you yelling at you, you know. I mean, they've got a mascot with a gun, you know. That's a good point. (laughs) So they're they're a scary bunch, and when you take that out of the, the equation, I think that's a huge benefit for Baylor. Um, you know, the, the fact that they won't have that kind of noise to deal with and just the the rowdiness. I mean, I think West Virginia fans are right up there with uh, Texas Tech fans in terms of just sheer rowdiness. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll get Bob Huggins in there and he can make some noise. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot different, and I think that's an advantage for Baylor.
2: Eleven we're talking with Bryce Cherry. Hey, let's switch gears. Some really Really terrific high school football games coming up uh, this weekend. In fact, uh, you got Temple going on the road at Magnolia West. And and Westlake, the Chaparral's Todd Dodge is going to bring his team into town to take on the Midway Panthers.
15: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, You know, Midway is the last team in Central Texas that gets to get it strapped up and, you know, get it going. I mean, uh, it's just, again, we've talked about how weird it is to have these various you know season openers for, for different teams, but yeah, Midway uh, finally gets its chance to, to start the season, and what an opener that is! Like you said, against Westlake, really really tough opponent out of the gate. But I mean, that's what Jeff Hume likes to do is is challenge his team early. We see that with other programs in the area. I think you know you could certainly include La Vega and March uh, If you know as you're going in various classifications, there uh, as teams that. They do not duck anyone, you know. I mean, La Vega has played murderer's row, uh, you know, and Mark, uh, Mark could be the 3A Division I state champion because that's all <laughs> they played, you know. And one, <laughs> And one, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think a lot of coaches like to challenge their teams early um, because, you know, it makes them better late. Um, and, uh, you know, we we're seeing district plays start for a lot of teams. You know, that's happening in, uh, in La Vegas district. It's happening in, in China Spring and Robinson and Connolly's district. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. We're getting into a really exciting time of year as teams start pushing for the playoffs.
2: Waco High got a, uh, got a great win. I mean, that, that, that's just so beneficial for, for Kwame Cavill and his program with that win on Friday night and then they get to go on the road and take on huddle this weekend.
15: Yeah. And the huddle team that I think was nine and two last year. So, you know, it doesn't get any easier, but no doubt, uh, you know, when I was talking with Kwame uh, leading into the season, he was, you know, he was really uh, optimistic about his team in terms of just the way they were approaching things, you know, their approach. And he said, um, you know, I don't know what that's going to mean. We could go out and get our butts kicked on Friday night. Well, they didn't. I mean, I think, you know, it's starting to pay some dividends, um, you know, and, and that showed in that West Mesquite game. I mean, they go out, they score 32 points, they make some some big plays on both sides of the ball, uh, and that's got to give them a little bit of confidence going into this Hutto game. And, you know, a, again, it's not going to be any kind of easy in in the district that Lake Ohio is in. But, um, but certainly, you know, trending in the right direction.
2: All right. So tomorrow is the breakdown. Is that correct? The breakdown of all the games at, uh, uh, in Central Texas?
15: Yeah, yeah. We'll have previews and predictions of all the games. Try to avoid looking at my record in those predictions I mean <laughs> you know
2: hey it's like I tell them around here you don't want to peak too early <laughs>
15: yeah exactly, exactly I'm just reeling Chad in yeah. and you know, giving him a false sense of confidence and then I'm gonna
2: pass him late there you go all right Bryce hey we, we appreciate the time have a great day all right thanks guys see you later Bryce Jerry the Waco Tribune here on again yeah tomorrow is a fabulous day a terrific read as you'll get all the previews the the predictions and all of that good stuff leading into a, a Friday night so there you go the uh, Waco Tribune Herald and Bryce Cherry 1141 14 before noon
18: we're coming back we're going to talk some more football we'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas the Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, October 3rd, and Sunday, October 4th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll also find prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, and so much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, October 3rd, 9 to 5, and October 4th, 10 to 4, at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing and mask required.
12: Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why. New truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron.
9: Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
16: Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty and staff and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand in hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco
11: connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today.
19: Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape open every day 9 till 5 at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt or call them at 254-666-9806. 1145
2: 15 away from 12 Tom Stretch and Garrett glad to have you with us as we uh Talk some baseball, talk some football. The uh, Cincinnati Reds and the Atlanta Braves are in the top of the second inning. It is a scoreless contest at this point. But the Ra- Reds have got the bases loaded with two outs in the top of the second looking for an early lead. So there you go. A lot of I think there's like five games today, four or five games today. And then uh, then then the if games for the National League will be tomorrow. And then next week, it'll be the, uh, the divisional playoffs. Uh, the Astros, we know, Stretch will play on Monday. We know they're going to play in California. We just don't know if it's the Chicago White Sox or the Oakland Athletics. And, hey, I, I personally, I'm I, I'm rooting
4: on the Texas team. I, I want to see the White Sox. I don't want to see the Athletics. They the Athletics t- tend to 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 wear out the Texas teams, whether it's the Rangers or the Astros. So right now, as a as as a closet baseball fan and 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 a where the Rangers, hey. I'm, I'm on the Astros
2: bandwagon. I want to see them play the White Sox. 15 away from 12. And, and were you a little surprised or, or no when, when the uh, NFL said, hey, we're just not going to take a chance? I mean, there was one more positive test uh, on the player's side, and, and and that seemed to to tilt it from playing yeah. Monday night or Tuesday night into let's postpone it.
4: Yeah, I, you know, I wasn't surprised, Tom. I I, 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 I really – I guess I was a little more shocked when they said we're going to try to play this thing initially Monday.
2: And well, Garrett I was, was like,
4: a big fan of
3: that idea. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think they finally made the right decision now.
2: <laughs> what did Garrett say yesterday, Stretch? He said that's ignorant. It was. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: well, I thought he was talking about. I thought he said that when you said you want to name that dog after him. Oh, that's I thought oh he you know that may have been.
2: Here. That
3: could have been also. <laughs> no, but I did,
4: guys. I did think it was. A, it would. They did the right thing here. They, they've. With another positive test, they've pushed this thing all the way out, and 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 that's what they should have done. They cannot, and, and I, I guess I'm more, I, I guess I'm breathing easier at the fact that there were no positives come out of the Vikings because when you have that number, come come out of the come out of the camp at Tennessee, wow, I mean, d- d- doesn't that shock you playing playing a game a physical game where you're in there face mask to face mask? Doesn't that shock you a little bit that you didn't get at least one positive test come out of Minnesota? Yeah, it makes you wonder: were they sick when they played, right, or or or, or possibly asymptomatic, whatever yes. whatever the whatever, yeah. this, whatever the situation may be. But I I still think it's such a, I mean, it spreads so easily, and in those situations, with what the NFL was trying to do by, and, and we talked about this maybe uh, Tuesday, maybe on Tuesday show where. You know they're they're talking about penalizing draft picks mm-hmm. for you know not wearing masks. Well, they're serious ha- about it, right? And they should be. Yeah, and and good for them. And the point I'm making is, it, is it looks like it's working. That the 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 contact tracing situation with what they did and how they've shut this down, I, I, I just didn't think there was any way they'd play Monday. I'm glad they shut it down.
2: I'm also glad that there have been no positives in Minnesota. And, and that, that was going to be my next point. They have – it certainly appears that they have contained it just to the one camp, the Tennessee camp.
4: Yeah, and, and think about this too, guys. How – and I'm going back to how realistically could you prepare and, and keep it a level playing field going to play a, a team like the Steelers? I mean, they show so many multiple looks defensively I just don't think it would it would have even been a fair situation to put, you know, Mike Vrabel and his staff uh, in position to have to go prepare to play a game with that with that fewer practices, with that shorter meeting time. I don't care how much Zoom meeting you get with that with that narrowed window the NFL has done the right thing here by saying we're going to move this game back. Well, I think
2: it was pretty clear they didn't care about fairness. <laughs> they cared about getting games played and staying on schedule if they could. I think that was I think that was the narrative, don't you? I mean, if if they were saying Monday or possibly even as late as Tuesday, we're going to play this football game. And I truly believe that if somebody – if they wouldn't have had the, 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 the positive test, that they were going to play on Monday or, or, or Tuesday. I, I, I believe the they would have
4: played, but I believe it would have been Tuesday which would uh, have obviously put them back in the building uh, uh, Saturday and given them Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to practice. Like you said, had they not had the positive test. But they had another positive test. They shut it down. So, I mean, do I think in the big scheme of things they want to play 16 and they do anything they can to play 16? Yes. Do I think they care and are concerned? They're telling you they care by saying we're going to penalize you and and penalize these coaches that aren't wearing face coverings. And, by the way, we're going to push this game back with this next positive test.
2: Well, and and here's the other thing. Uh, Obviously, they have a plan in place in case they're just totally unable to play an equal amount of games uh, if, if not everybody can play 16 games they've got a plan in place you know they do stretch yeah for, for determining uh, h- how they're going to determine uh, wild card and divisional winners so why not share that with with the fan why not say here here's here's our system we're gonna we're gonna do everything humanly possible for all of our teams to get their 16 games in if not however this is the plan. Why not share that plan with us as, well, as fans?
4: It's uncharted. I mean, they could share it with you, but is it really going to be the blueprint? Because if we have another outbreak, then how is it going to – what are the moving parts and how is that going to change? And I, I'm not trying to get on the other side of the fence with you. I'm just trying to say that the NFL is going to They're going to keep – they're going to do everything they can to play all these games. They're going to do everything they can to keep a level playing field. And I think that's what they've done by by deciding to cancel this game. I really do. That's that's the only that's the only conclusion that I can come to.
2: Well, I was just again, I'm just curious if if they're not able to play all sixteen. If, if we have another outbreak. For example, in two or three cities, and they and they have to shut it down for two or three weeks, and and they lose, and they end up at the end of the year. There's only 14 games played uh, in Cleveland, and there's 15 games played in in uh, in Los Angeles, and everybody else has got. So there's has to be a system, I think, in place to say we're either going to make these games up, push everything back, uh, we're going to go off a winning percentage. I mean, there's something they have to have had conversations covering all of the the not all because you can't cover them all but I mean you know what I'm saying that that there's 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 protocols
4: in place to go and and get this done yes there are why they don't share them and why is it such a secret squirrel situation I'm not sure I can answer that question for you but I guarantee you the way the NFL thinks and how they put how they put things in, in place on Park Place where their offices are? Yes, they have got something, and they've already discussed it. Why, why they don't make it available to to us? I, I don't know, but I do know that it 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 will be it will be a level playing field, and I don't think the question is if this happens again, Tom, I think it's when it happens. No, I again. totally don't agree. You? That's why I'm yeah. asking
2: the question. Yeah. That's why yeah. I'm bringing this up because I, I don't th- w- what are we in week three or whatever yeah. four going and, into and week four going into week four. We have our first one. So, you know, let's hope that it's one every four weeks and that's it. I mean, you know, seriously but in one team. Yes. Right. As, that, that, and again, they you. did a brilliant job. I mean, to to contain that to one one organization. But I, I'm with you. I think it's going to happen more. The, the fear for me is that it happens to multiple teams and it happens to multiple teams multiple times then you really have a problem and you're
4: exactly right and if if it does happen to multiple teams i i agree with you now how they're gonna then how they cut that schedule back might might they try to keep the playoffs in the same time frame in the same timeline mm-hmm. when you get more than one week now you're now you're taken away from what would be a team's by week later on in the season. So I think there's a there's a lot of different issues that they're having to try to juggle right now and, and, and try to understand. But it's such uncharted territory, guys. I just don't I don't think they have an exact blueprint for what they want to do.
2: Well, they better get one. <laughs> they better get one in a hurry. 11-54, uh, six away for 12 noon, and we will have the Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns coming up on Sunday. Our, our football weekend, guys, looks like this. Right here on ESPN Central Texas, Friday night, we'll have the Midway Panthers and the defending state champion, Austin Westlake Chaparral, 7 o'clock for the pregame. 7.30 for the kick. After the game, the Friday night scoreboard show with Stephen and uh, and Garrett. and Then on Saturday, we'll have the Bears and the Mountaineers. That will be a 9 a.m. It's breakfast with the Bears. 9 a.m. for the pregame and 11 o'clock kickoff for Baylor and West Virginia. Then on Sunday, we'll start it up at 11 a.m. with the uh, pregame for the Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns. 11 a.m. for the pregame. 12 noon, the kick with Babe and Christy Scales, and of course the uh, longtime voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Champs. So we have got, just on ESPN stretch, we have got a full meal deal when it comes to football. And then of course, we'll have the Longhorns and uh, and their game with TCU. That'll be over on our sister station, 104.9 Bob FM. And we'll have the Aggies and the uh, Crimson Tide over on our other sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. That will be a one thirty pregame with a two with a two thirty kick. So, man, we have got some football for you right here uh, on our family of radio stations. Alpha
4: to Omega coverage, Tom Barfield. That's what they call that. You can get it all, at ESPN
2: <laughs> Central Texas, or on our family of networks. All right, so. Unnecessary roughness is coming up next with Ward and Q and and Stephen, and then uh, coming up at three o'clock, it's the Matt Mosley Show starring Stephen Simcox, and uh, that'll be at three o'clock. So there you go. That's that's the plan for the rest of the day. All right, let's uh, let's go around the horn uh, in. Uh, and stretch. What was your big takeaway? What'd you learn today?
4: I, I I learned that I need to I need to be the winner of the high school pick'em contest. <laughs> I want that
3: Whataburger prize package for crying out loud. Garrett, what's your big takeaway? I think my takeaway is probably that the the woes of the A and M offense and the special teams fall on Jimbo Fisher, which for wearing multiple hats, which I wasn't aware of. I didn't know that he was in
2: charge of the offense. So that's what I picked up today. And uh, my big takeaway is the Dodgers, according to. Our experts, Brian McTaggart, are the uh, the clear cut favorites to to win the World Series in 2020. All right, uh, we're out of here. Uh, the uh, The gang is coming up next with UNR Unnecessary Roughness at 12 noon. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m.